This podcast is part of the A3K Network. For more information, visit www.anime3000.com. Warning. The views and opinions expressed by this producer are not necessarily the views and opinions expressed by Anime 3000, its producers, partners, or affiliates. Listener discretion is advised. Slow it down some, no split, clown bum, your gold hit sound dumb, hold it now, crown them, where you found them at, got them round town, could have drowned in it, would have floated, bloated, voted, sugar-coated, loaded hips. Hello everyone and welcome to The Other Side, the only anime podcast that will not tentacle rape the nearest schoolgirl. I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Vader. I'm Andrew Erickson. And it's that time again, folks! It's another season preview has been shoved in our faces. Another new anime season has been announced. All the new shows coming down the pike got their own little uh, rectangular image... And little summary and all little descriptions of what they are and who's making it and what the title is. It's another season preview episode of The Other Side. Now, if you're one of those newbies, the new meets who were brought in from the uh, Zach Birchie debacle because our audience went up after that thing, or if you were brought in recently through whatever other means, and this is your first time experience this, what we do is we basically go through uh, the season chart, whatever, you want to call it and we go through look at each one and we basically give our opinion based on what material they have given us to try to entice us to watch and we make fun of the shit and debate on what's good of course there's something on this list that there is no debate that's good that it's good and we basically just judge books by their covers and usually we, we've, we've had a really good track record on this. I don't think there's been a single time where, like, yeah, that show looks like it sucks and ended up being really good. And yet people still scream at us for, hey, you're being prejudgmental. <laughs> no, we're just that damn good, motherfuckers. I think the only time we got it wrong is when I said Mao you looked good. Yeah, we're, we're like the Nostradamus of predictions, except we're always right, except of always lying. Ooh, snap. <laughs> Max really hates Nostradamus. Because it's... Bullshit. <laughs> you know, now some Nostradamus fan on Twitter is going to be mad at you. Yeah, you know, you know, as as Penn Jillette said, he was just a bad poet with a paranoid streak. <laughs> so now we shall play IRL Nostradamus. Yeah, because fuck the French. <laughs> 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 I love your hatred of the French. It's just. It's just so inexplicable. So strong. Well, you would hate the French too if you were in France once. Or twice. <laughs> You'd hate them too if you lived next to them. <laughs> They're like your annoying neighbors. You're like a weird European sitcom. <laughs> They're like Carl, except unlikable. <laughs> so anyway, the season. So... Just normally we we used to use these uh I don't know what they were they were pictures it was a big picture and had all the stuff for the season and starting last episode we started using a site called anachart.net now full disclosure anachart.net continuously updates and it rearranges its things so by the time this podcast this episode airs the chart might have changed so if you're following along and we're not in order or we're skipping something. 
uh, it wasn't there or wasn't in that spot when we went over it. Yeah, we're still always right, though. Yeah. So let's get started with the first show on this list, which already looks promising. We got a pink-haired girl. She's moving her hair back from behind her ear, and she's reaching out for you to be her boyfriend. And you can see up her skirt, but not to her panties, because she's respectable. And it's called Walcure Romanze from 8-Bit. Which is completely wrong. <laughs> I mean, I know the limitations, but couldn't you at least, like, import a foreign keyboard or something? Because, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's Max's cheesy joke of the day. Anyway, the that synopsis... Wasn't, that wasn't even a joke. I mean, seriously. Like, aren't these people aware that we in Germany, in Germany have, like, three extra letters always, like, Oh, I thought you were making a joke. I thought you were making some goofy joke about the studio name being 8-Bit. No. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where find out her uniform isn't historically accurate either. So, oh, so it's more shitty German is what you're telling me. Yeah. Her uniform, by the way, seems like some sort of combination of a schoolgirl uniform and a military uniform. <laughs> so you get the best of both fetishes. Uh, from the studio 8-Bit, the story centers around Takahiro Mizuno, a student training at, to be a big, be, big, be, Max, what's this word? Big lighter. Big lighter. like something like a company. Uh, well, this says Knight's Assistant. Yeah, well, it's not. <laughs> also, academy. it should be written big, with a big B, you see, because it's a noun. At an, at an academy where aspiring knights joust. <laughs> Which already means that the title makes no sense. I mean, Romanza means romance, but Valkyrie means Valkyrie. Well, it's a comedy, etchy harem show. <laughs> oh, by the way, just full disclosure before we get it, this is the season of etchy, etchy harems and, and like, romance shit. That's what this, this is the lonely loser season. I mean, more. I mean, we had that uh, a couple seasons ago. It was like the season of the schoolgirl. This is the season of like loneliness. Yeah, you might also call this the fall of anime. <laughs> because your life has truly fallen when you, if you're watching half this shit. So just full disclosure, that's sort of the each year sort of had a theme in one way or another. Uh, we had the year the, we had the season of JoJo. We had the season of schoolgirls. Uh, we had this season where a couple promising shows came out of nowhere. Like, a couple seasons ago was like, or last season, I think. It was, I think it was like last season, this season, I think it was this summer. It was like, oh my god, this is the most promise I've ever seen since we started doing this. Um, aside from JoJo. Yeah. And this season's theme is a whole lot of like, make the lonelies go away shows. <laughs> this is the show for guys that, like, Never have had a girlfriend, or never have known the touch of a woman, or the only contact they have with the opposite sex is to just stare really creepily in the supermarket at the, like, fours and threes that walk through, because <laughs> the sixes and sevens already know to avoid them. Rock bottom is what I'm saying. That's this season's theme. Yeah, this is more below rock bottom. This is like if you're at rock bottom and then take a shovel and start digging. <laughs> just start breaking through the bedrock to get right to where you belong. That's this season. This, this is the yeah. This is the lonely season, and you will see as we go. But anyone who's already got anachart.net slash fall opened up, just from the first couple that are on their browser, already can kind of see the narrative playing out. This is the lonely season. So moving on, we have IS Infinite Stratos Two. 
Second season of Infinite Stratos, another show from 8-Bit, another comedy harem, but this one's action. Ooh. And you know it's action because they're wearing shorty skirts, and they've got things on their wrists, and they're in poses. Oh, boy. Yeah, and the main character is staring somewhat seriously off into the distance. He's, like, totally gonna confront some evil villain, you guys. With yeah. And he's two <laughs> bitches that he'll never fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Only he were Inferno Cop or the Black Bear, and he'd be—he'd actually get those bitches. Yeah. But nope. It can't be repeated often enough how dumb the har- entire harem genre is. In in fact, uh, we got a whole podcast out of it back when Alex Berry was co-hosting. Here's a hint: we don't much care for them. It is probably the dumbest premise in anime. It's just here's a dude—he's surrounded by women. He never fucks them. There's a lot of hijinks. It's it's it is the the sad genre for sad people. It is the lo- it is it is the genre for lonely people. Yeah. Hentai is even better than harem simply because there's actually things going on. Actually, the main characters are sometimes <laughs> behaving more realistically than the guys in harem animes. Yeah, like hey, you got big titties. Let me fuck them. <laughs> yeah, and how sad do you have to be when your g- entire genre is worse? than even the cheapest pornography produced in Japan. <laughs> it's true, too. Yeah. It's like, if, if when you're at the point where your viewers say, yeah, I'd rather watch like a little girl getting like three-way fisted by tentacles than any more of this <laughs> meandering bullshit, then you know yourself. I don't think they do, though. I mean, you know, Mike Martinez loves this shit inexplicably. I'll never understand it, but yeah. Well, yeah. He, he is sad. <laughs> It's like, you can go ahead and burn that bridge. I'm just a co-host. Shit. <laughs> I'm not I'm not as much of a part of this network. I just pop on the show, say shit, and leave. Well, when you have scientific proof, how can you even dispute this? So there. It's like, am I supposed to just ignore the facts to be nice? I looked up an article in the Scholarly Journal. The title was, Mike Martinez is a sad man. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Whoever enjoys harem is sad. You can't argue with me. It's science. The intro was a picture of this show. <laughs> oh. Or alternatively, Negima. <laughs> oh, yeah, Negima. Shit. That show makes Alex Berry rage for good reason. It's just like unfortunate implications stacked so high. Yeah, that it's he, stacked he's been as the high calmest host pretty much on this show ever. <laughs> Uh, the important implications on Negima are stacked as high as a bad rapper's money. Which so is anyway, really high. <laughs> stacked to the roof. So anyway, uh, moving on to the next one, we have another next season of Magi, the Labyrinth of Magic. Uh, right. Action Fantasy Shonen. It's that show where it's like anime version of Thousand One Arabian Nights, but everyone is sufficiently whitewashed. Oh. And, and I'm um, not 100% sure on the gen- gender of the main character. And seriously, those are all characters from Thousand One Arabian Nights, but... Uh, White. Sure, Peach! Hey, look, Arabian me, how about you guys? That looks, that looks amazing. You know I want to see an anime with nothing but, like, completely Coca-Cola dark black people. <laughs> I don't think Japan is ready. I mean, you know, they already, made, they already uh, you know, broke the mold with uh, Jormungand. Yeah, we, we, sh- we, should have ma- we should make, like, a Kickstarter for that and successfully end racism in Japan. I gotta... <laughs> 
I gotta check out Jorman Gun. That looks really good, and I have not watched it. Is that dubbed yet? Somebody in the comments answer my question. I don't feel like looking it up. I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah, tell me, is Jorman Gun dubbed? When Jorman Gun is dubbed, because that's a show. That is a show you gotta watch dubbed. That's very Western styled. That's like Black Lagoon. That's an English language only show, practically. So Jorman Gun is one of those kind of shows. If it's dubbed, let me know. I'm gonna get all in that shit. If not, I'll wait. But yeah, that looks like a good show. And it's got a dark skinned main character, so that's a step. Is it, but uh. This one is, uh, yeah, there's some peachy keen Arabian characters, boy howdy, let me tell you. So, uh, moving on, we have Galilei Donna from <coughs> One Pictures. The story is about three moons in the form of three of a st- Italian astronomer Galileo's female descendants who are on international wanted lists. Okay, first of all, what? <laughs> you had to moe up Galileo? What? They're, they're going to be so kawaii when they burn at the stake. <laughs> like, they're, like, what is going They're descendants of Galileo who are... But they're moons? Pope Chan, no. <laughs> 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 like, what the fuck? I even, like, by the way, if you click on these uh, images at anachart.net, it takes you to a page about each one, and there's no more, there's not, like, a second image or anything. I can't find anything on the director or the character designer. The director, oh my, I just clicked on the director. Um, should I tell you some of the stuff he's done? Shoot. His name is Yasuomi Umetsu. He was, uh, he's done just a lot of, uh, like, character designs and animation stuff. But here's some of the shows he worked on. Oh, he worked on Ghost in the Shell Standalone Complex. Okay, well that's, that's actually the odd man out here, because what else has he worked on? Blood Sea. Uh, we got Elfin Lead. Oh. And, uh, you're gonna like this one, Max. He was the character designer for episode 7 of Cool Devices. The fuck is that? It's, uh, one of, that's like one of the OG big name hentai series. Oh. That's the one, it was like an anthology and every, it was like every episode was different. It was like done by different teams and it was like different stories and it was all... Why? I, I remember it because I remember there was one that was super fucked up, had, like, ridiculous uh, 90s comic book character designs where the boobs were huge and the waists were impossible and the spines didn't work. And in the end, there was, like, these two girls that got raped in the end were shoved into a laundry chute where they were turned into butterflies by, like, some weird cult of naked men. Oh, so they got <laughs> Rob Liefeld. <laughs> That's real. You can look at it. I wonder if he, that was episode seven. I don't know. I don't feel like looking it up. Uh, he also did Mezzoforte, Queen's Blade, Reader Die, the OVA, the one with uh, where George W. Bush pissed himself or whatever American president was supposed to be. So yeah, this shows promise. Well, I think we can figure out what genre it's going to be then, <laughs> since it doesn't tell us in this list. Yeah, really. This is promise. We got nothing but girls from a guy that worked on cool devices. So uh, yeah, and Mezzoforte. Yeah, and Mezzoforte. Those poor girls. It's rape. <laughs> Next, we have something that's oh god, fuck the world. So okay, seriously, right here, this show here. If you watch it and you're not a reviewer, you're a loser. I'm sorry, that's just how it is. I don't write these rules. I don't write them. I just convey them. I just bring them to you folks. This right here. Let's come on, everybody. Say it with me. It's a loser show for loser people. Sekai de Ichiban Suyoku Naritai. 
from Studio Arms, which basically looks like Rumble Rose's the anime. Hagiwara Sakura and Miyazawa Elena, or I guess Elena Miyazawa, like, you know, not too foreign, are the leading members of a popular idol group suite. No relation to the rock band that did Ballroom Blitz. One day, Elena is injured by the attack of a female pro wrestler, Kazuma Ruo, during the recording of a TV program. Sakura gets mad at Ruo and gives her a dropkick. I guess that, that that's a whole series. <laughs> wow. That must be a really <laughs> slow dropkick. They're going to spend three episodes on the kick alone. <laughs> and you thought Dragon Ball Z was padded out. <laughs> Show it from every angle possible. <laughs> it is classified action, etchy, and sports. It's nothing but women with big boobs, and all they all have the same face. They look like they're all the same woman with different hairdos, especially the two in the front. They've got to be twins or some shit. They <laughs> so, all have, like, the absolute cleavage, like, the full, like, V thing going on. Call that absolute cleavage, and all, every single motherfucking one of them has that. So you, they didn't even diversify their fetish wrestling outfits. This is Rumble Roses, the anime. This is something to fap to, but you know, I guess you're too good for porn. Just make the fucking porn. Seriously, if you're if you've gone this far, make porn. Watch porn. What are you doing? You suck. You just suck. Perverts are better than you. At least they're actually watching the porn. Yeah, well, but I don't get to know them better in the show. I can't masturbate to them because I can only be attracted to people that I've fallen in love with. I actually have more respect than time and for, for time and for Sifaku than I do for the people that would actually be fans of this show. <laughs> <laughs> At least he's honest. Like, yeah, I fap. I beat off to shit. This is like even more of a loser. Like I, I can't um, go all the way to nudity, people. I, I mean, you know, I, I like jiggling and all. It's really I like to watch the girls, but when they get naked, I get embarrassed. 3D pick disgusting. Fucking losers! God damn. This is why we keep bashing shit, people, because this is the shit Japan keeps making, and and these losers are propagating it. So, thank you. Ugh. So anyway, so anyway, moving off of that. Thing. Moving on to next. Oh my god. <sighs> I seriously hope it's still in this order when you folks look at it so you get the full effect of my reaction here. The next one, it's it, no come, new come, no, oh, no come, no coming, no coming, because it's this is etchy, not porn, so no, no spooch spooch. You know what? This looks like the shit. That was on the fucking site that we talked about in uh, two podcasts ago. It really so it was like does. The shit. I mean, holy shit. Hey, if, you know, you can't get a real woman to talk to you and you got to beat up, beat off to your, you know, bug-eyed, Oh, goo, please don't rape me on each hand, girls. <laughs> Here you go. Her breasts are too big, though. <laughs> well, some of them like that. And her breasts are blushing. Why does this keep happening? Her shoulders too. Yeah, shoulders. <laughs> what is up with this? I keep seeing this in like Moe and Moe shit and and the lowly picture that was in the fucking thumbnail for our lowly con discussion too. What is up with these blushing shoulders and boobs and shit? Maybe maybe she's a victim of domestic abuse. <laughs> I have I've seen my fair share of women naked. Uh, I see a real woman on a regular basis. I have never seen her boobs or shoulders blush. I have seen her face blush. 
I've never seen her boobs and shoulders. I don't know. Do you have to do something special to get that to happen? Do you, what 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 is what is that? Why do they keep doing that? This keeps this has been happening since time immemorial in fucking anime. Where does this come from? Why do they do this? What is that supposed to be? What does it represent? It's just like with showbits, you gotta find the button to push. <laughs> well, you see, it's cuter if she looks like she has a skin rash. <laughs> looks more like sunburn to me. Onichan, I have eczema. Ugu. <laughs> oh, I'll never fucking understand that stupid shit. But anyway, I guess like she has so little pigment that the blood rushes to any rounded area of her body. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it drives me mad. Anyway, description. Even though like you need to know, like anyone, like anyone with a life cares. But let's humor anyone who wants, to, you know, with bio fascination. Kanade Amaksa, a boy cursed with the mental power of absolute multiple choice. A multiple choice quiz will suddenly appear in his mind, and the choice he makes will become his reality. Oh, boy. That sounds incredibly lame. Sounds incredibly rapey. Sounds incredibly... That's uh, that's like a sick person's fantasy. I don't like where this is going. If this thing were a person, it would be a rapist with erectile dysfunction. I think, you know, I think I think that actually explains everything. You know, the quiz appeared in his mind. Where do women blush? <laughs> Face, shoulders, tits, all of the above. <laughs> he chose all of the above. I, you know, I've often said things are sad show for sad people, loser show for loser people. I think this might be a bad show for bad people. This that premise alone is icky. You know, it's like, oh, I have to take the moral high ground. <sighs> the places that come like unless you're doing like something psychological which is very it's very obvious this is not you know this is not uh urusawa shit here this is uh you know if you were doing something like that is psychological and had that premise fine what is obviously masturbation bait with a premise like that you're a bad person bad show bad person don't, I don't, don't want to know you. That's, this is one of those shows that, like, needs to have, you know, people that like it need to be tracked. That's what I'm saying. So moving on, we have Outbreak Company, which is not about a disease, uh, from Studio Feel, which is a good sign. It's got, you got a French maid, looks like a lolly, might not, might just be Moe, can't really tell anymore, <laughs> uh, with a broken leg from a studio oh. called Feel. So, and she's standing on a gun for some reason. A gun and a bunch of books. Or maybe those are Xboxes, I, I can't tell. It's, very, it's terrible art. Um, anyway, this description, it's, a, it's just uh, ranked fantasy. Kano Shinichi is a thoroughbred otaku. Oh, so it is about a disease. <laughs> <laughs> One day he found himself transported to a fantasy world where elves live and dragons fly. I guess in the real world, dragons don't fly. And he is given a task, not to fight monsters, but to enhance cultural exchange by becoming a Moe missionary. Fuck, I'm, gonna, I'm done. I'm done. Bye. Bye, everybody. Podcast over. I'm done. Bye. Y'all finish without me. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to do better things. I have drawings to finish. I'm going to finish them. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm done with anime. We're done. We're done here. It's over. Y'all have fun talking to yourself. I'm done. Uh, I think Cody has one of these moments again. I didn't know Time Enforcer Nubus wrote anime. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, God. You know, actually, now that I think about it, like a show 
where being an otaku was like some sort of infectious disease and they were hunted would actually be kind of awesome. You know, kind of like Psychopath, except you have like these guns that can detect your otaku level. And when they're too, when they're too high, it's like this guy owns body pillows, has been adjusted now, fire at will, needs to be eliminated. Yeah. Quick, let's talk, let's talk about the next show before he gets back. <laughs> Do it. Alright, so. I'm back. You know what, um, uh, that, that's the sign right there. Not only are we right, uh, what we have been saying about anime has reached its logical extreme. Outbreak Company is the sign. Even if you were an anime apologist, like some people have been in our comments, uh, you can't. You can't. You just. That's it. That's it. We're right. We are officially right. You can't argue with us anymore, Zach Berkshire. You can't do it. No one can argue with us anymore. Outbreak Company exists. Everything the other th- side has been saying about anime is right as rain. And it does not feel good to be right. It really doesn't. So uh, I don't think anybody wants to talk about this thing anymore, especially with what's next. <laughs> we all just kind of want to move on to what's next. Oh, this sorry, is- we already covered that one. You bastards! <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to cover it again. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, you may remember when Jameer Durham guest hosted a season overview, we had the beautiful announcement of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the animation, which single-handedly saved a season. I think we might have... Even with a season this awful, I still think we might have another example of an of a seasonal savior, a one show seasonal savior. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Blaze Blue Alter Memory from Hoods Entertainment, not Studio Dean, who did the shitty, 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 shitty animated cutscenes in Continuum Shift. Oh God, that's why they sucked so much. Yeah, they were so bad that they were actually fired. Which is why the newer cutscenes that were added and extend look way better. It's like, shit, did you see Hazama's faces? Yeah. I mean, there's a difference between insane and whatever the fuck deformities those are. I think Hood's Entertainment were the ones that did the good cutscenes. Could be wrong. But I think, I think they were. Anyway, like, we really need to read the synopsis, but let's read it. Ragna the Blood Edge, an SS-class rebel, has appeared in the city of Kagutsuchi. The apparent aim of Ragna is the destruction of the system controlling the world. To collect the bounty, a motley array of unrivaled fighters converge on Kagutsuchi. But you know the story if you listen to our three-part overview, which we are apparently plebeians for doing. Uh, so I, I guess this show isn't really going to be high art, guys. But for those who don't know, it is basically a condensed retelling of the events of Calamity Trigger and I think Continuum Shift, uh, which is awesome. And I hope to God it is dubbed and they get the cast from the games, which they probably will, but still. Uh, I can't wait for this. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully they have that one scene with Aurelius. Oh, yeah. It's going to be bomb, diggity. You talking about uh, Makoto's bad yeah. ending? I don't think they will. That's a bad ending, so... Or maybe it'll, it'll, they'll flash it, like... Or maybe they'll reference it, and she'll get saved or something in the middle of it. Like, it's such an impactful scene that everybody's talking about. They'll probably reference it if they do con- cover Continuum Shift. But yeah, fucking Blaze Blue. Yeah, baby. I, it's sad, though, that these season saviors are, like, based on pre-existing materials, and they're not new shows. Um, I guess you could say Attack on Titan was a savior, but... Eh. I haven't seen it, but from what I know of it, it just seems good. It doesn't seem like, oh. Sean Russell's raving about Hunter Hunter, though, but that was all last season. Again, last season had the most good stuff we've had for a long time. Yeah, besides, Hunter Hunter existed, I think, for quite a while. Yeah, but it hadn't had an anime adaptation. 
Actually, I think it did, and the one that is out now is a remake. Uh, I, I did not know if it did. But, uh, yeah, well, it's the dude that did Yu Yu Hakusho, so it's uh, got to be good. So, yeah, I don't even want to move on anymore. I feel like that was where we should just, like, cap it off. Yep, Lens <laughs> Blue's coming, people. We got, we're getting Chrono Phantasma. We're getting this. It feels, it's, damn, it feels good to be a Blaze Blue fan. Mm. Feels good that it's, it's getting some recognition too. You know, as for as much as it uh, is sort of anime referential, it also it seems to eschew referencing anime and that it tells a really, really good, uh, well structured yet complex story. Which uh, most anime, when they try to do that, lolololololololololol. So, sadly, moving on from Blaze Blue. We get, okay, really, you're gonna follow Blaze Blue with this? Really, Anna Chart? You're not just gonna kinda segue into the, we're right back to awful? I guess was Blaze Blue like a way to keep us going? Well, we can't have all this shit together. Put <laughs> Blaze Blue in the middle of it to kinda break up this shit. Unbreakable Machine Doll. From Studio Lurch. <laughs> uh, that's not how you pronounce it, but that's how I'm pronouncing it. Fucking, the Adams family should have never fired him. We went on to make shitty anime. In a world, look a, at that description. In a world in which ma- magic was discovered and weaponized in the early 20th century, the series follows a revenge-seeking young man and his bishojo puppet girl companion as they enter a prestigious school. It's action, etchy, and sanin. Oh my, that's a bad. There's bad signs everywhere. Oh, first of all, the description sounds like a parody of anime. Can, can like, we just? keep the first half of that <laughs> and drop everything else that we've seen about the show. It's like, after the word man, it's just like, oh, no. And the fact that it's it's never a good sign if something's etchy and sanin. It's, it's like magic chobits or rose and maiden. <laughs> and when, when those great. It's sexist, etchy and sanin. No. 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 I do like that they draw attention to the fact that she's unbreakable, because that way, like, the her Oni-chan can do some more rough play. <laughs> loser show for loser people, pretty much, yeah. It's another one of those. I told you, this is the this is the season for sad fucks, and also Blaze Blue. <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> so we got to balance this shit out. Uh, next is Nagi no Asakura, which looks very art. Look at all that art. Very art. Original animation I can't believe it's not Miyazaki. <laughs> yeah, really, Jesus. Uh, from PA Works. Original animation project from PA Works and ASCII Media Works Monthly Comic Dengeki Dio magazine. Well, that tells me a lot. Let me click on it here, see if there's any more. So it's drama, fantasy, romance, shonen. So I'm sure it'll have lots of uh, quiet moments, lots of flighty uh, music. Uh, we'll see the sky a bunch. And it'll be quote unquote beautiful. And there's nothing on it except the cast. And it'll be so deep and we will be stupid for not getting it. Probably. Like the sky represents like how farther apart and, and the ocean represents like their connection to all life because it came from the ocean and, and I'm, I don't think this will suck but it will probably be boring as hell. I, that's my money. That's what I'm putting my money on. Yeah well boring as hell is just another word for sucking. Well, you know what I mean. It's not like... Offensively bad. Yeah, it's just like... Eh, like, can we watch something else? Like, you got to watch JoJo after that. Like, that was so boring. i gotta, I got to balance that out with just the incredible amount of stimuli that is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. i got to see the man walk out of a fat man and then fucking 
the manliest man in the world rip a dude's hair out and use it as a weapon and then tell the dude he needs to take better care of his hair. I love you, Jojo. I need, I'm going to need fucking German science to balance that out. That's not what I need. So moving on, we have Kuroko no Basket 2 from Project- Production IG, who always make things look pretty. Second season of Kuroko no Basket, uh, it's a sports show. We have we know somebody that really likes it, so they're happy. It doesn't seem offensively bad. It seems like a decent watch, I guess. Not my thing, but it doesn't seem bad. Yeah, I just I just always found the entire concept of sports shows, you know, like Prince of Tennis and stuff like that, odd. It's it's like having a show about I don't know, like washing machines or doing your laundry or going shopping because basically basically what all these shows boil down to is pretty much like okay we take this one thing that is like more or less mundane from reality and then we try to make it extreme and awesome well people that are into sports see romanticize it and this this show is for them like the romanticization of these sports yeah well sports well, are fucking like boring that, uh... <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. like that one Mahjong anime, though? That barely counts as a sport. I mean, I mean, really. Besides, at <laughs> least there, at least there, there's strategy involved. It's like, what the fuck kind of strategy, for example, do you have in, in like soccer? Basically, well, basically Zippo, we'll since everything is going to fast. Well, you, well, a, well, a, in your example, uh, there's plays and getting around certain players and outthinking opponents. But also, you, you've got to understand, this is a cultural difference. You're a German, you're a European intellectual, very much so. You are that, you're not really a stereotype, but you are the, you, you are the mold. You are the, you're the German intellectual that has read, like, the most obscure, uh, authors, and you, you, you say in your own A3K bi- uh, bio thing, you go through books like people go through tweets. You're a reader, that's what you do. And you're a self-professed shut-in. Uh, you're the intellectual type. You're not the sports type. And I'm, that's nothing against you at all. I'm not the sports type. But this is for, this is not for you. My you house is made of ivory. <laughs> <laughs> this is not for you. You're not the audience for this. Um, I get it. It's not for me. This, I feel like Kurokono Basket, from what I've seen from like, uh, the person we know that likes this have sh- has shown pages from the manga, and it seems like it would be entertaining. It's a cast of characters with their own craziness, and they have silly moments and that seem like genuine comedy and not like, whoa, reactions, ah, oh, boobies. Hey, at, le- at least nobody gets raped. Yeah, it's, this, this show seems legit. It's not my thing, but it looks legit. So by the, by the, way, the, the huge irony is that my father is really, really into soccer. <laughs> well, and, yeah, European. And I was always like, why would anyone watch it? I mean, I can get when you want to participate in, in like a sport like this, but why would you want to watch it that you're not doing anything that's fucking boring? Rooting for the team, I guess. Again, I don't get it, but I get it, I guess you could say. <laughs> I get the logic. I don't. Ascribe to it, I'll give it. I'll give it to you. You know what I mean? Like, eh, it don't. I don't. It's it's like um, it's like drinking for me. Drinking alcohol, I don't understand it. Exactly. I, no, no matter how hard I try, I can't get why anyone would go out and go drinking. Uh, it tastes like shit. You have to do all this work to disguise the taste of alcohol, and the more you drink, the dumber you get. And then, I to this day, I cannot. I cannot uh, properly describe 
with words how much my mind was blown when, when I first took my first drink. Because believe it or not, it was my mother that when I was 16 gave me my first beer because I am the son of a tomboy. And like she gave me my first beer. I said, it tastes like I licked a rusty bathtub. <laughs> and and my uncle was there. He's like, no, no, you just gotta you gotta get used to the taste. And I looked at him like like he just spoke the language of Cthulhu. Like, <laughs> he, well, why don't I just drink something that tastes good now? All alcohol it, is manufactured by Zalgo. Like, here's the thing: I can drink a hundred Pepsis and think just as clearly after a hundred Pepsis, and it won't kill me. And it tastes good now. Look, why, I'm gonna drink it out. Why? That's pretty. That's pretty much what I hear whenever someone says to me like that they really love drinking. Basically, what I hear is, "Hey, I love to ingest poison that tastes like shit and is a highly addictive substance that will most likely kill me, and I'll never be able to put it down 95% sure." Yeah, I don't get it, but it's so ingrained in what everybody does. And everyone's like, oh, I gotta try this liquor. And I'm like, okay. It seems really stupid to me, but. Yeah, that's, go that's, ahead. That's the only reason alcohol is legal, but pot isn't. Because alcohol has been so used to, to humanity, like we've, we've had this for thousands of years. And I mean, the fucking British just shoved it in mass in the Irish face to try to kill them off! <laughs> <laughs> and you people go, let's party, let's drink the shit the British tried to kill the Irish with. Woo! <laughs> Woo, yeah, that's good attempted murder. That's some delicious failed genocide right there. Uh, I would kill well, no, more no, no, brain cells. Kill the Irish. Try to control the Irish with it. <laughs> that's some good royal subjugation. Mm-mm. I don't get it. I don't. I, do, I to the to this day, no matter how many times I explain it, I can never understand. Unless you're like really sad and pathetic, you need to drink it away. You need to dumb yourself down so you forget how sad you are or something. Or you're really like dumb, and the only way you can have fun is just to get wasted and then get stupid and then jump off things. To yeah. that, I get it. But if you're not an idiot, I don't get it. I don't get it. But I'll give it to you because at this point. So many people do it. None of them can give me a clear reason. Just, all right, whatever, at this point. I'm not, it's going to be too exhausting if I care too much. You know, here in Germany, we have a saying. It basically, when translated, means we can have fun without alcohol, or alternatively, <laughs> we can be funny without alcohol. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'll never get it. In, it's like, I'll, why would you need to drink to have a good time? God. If, like, you're interest, if you're interesting and you have interesting things to do, you shouldn't have to drink. Like, that's how, like, that's why, you know, I actually tried to go to parties when I was in high school. Because I was in the popular kid club in high school, which is probably why anime nerds and I don't get along. And I was invited to a bunch of parties. And I went. And I never got it. I never understood them when I was there. I was like, we're not doing anything. Everyone's just standing around. No one even has anything to talk about. At least exactly. we're friends, and we just don't do anything. We have things to talk about, so we're, we have a conversation to keep us occupied. No one even has anything to talk about. They just get drunk and do nothing. And then, like, as the night goes on, they get stupid. And I didn't, I couldn't, I felt like I was in, like, an African tribe, and they're doing dance to summon rain. And I'm like, they honestly think making noises and flailing their arms is going to make it rain. And nothing you say will t convince them otherwise. I can't 
do this, and then I left. It, it's just like going to church. Yeah. I mean, to this day, I can, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's like you're sitting there and you're like, what's the point? Why does anyone believe this garbage? And even if it was true, why would you want to follow this asshole? <laughs> so, I mean, I don't, to, in all my days, I will never understand it. But at this point, I have, I have accepted the fact that some people just see things differently, and I know that I overthink things. I mean, I know I have a brain going a mile a minute. It, it's the reason I have to sleep with the TV on, distract it. Otherwise, I can't sleep. I know I think snowball in my head. I get all this, so I have, I've just accepted that some people just don't think the way I do, and they're gonna get wasted, and I'll never understand why they drink piss to get stupid, but they do it and I'll never understand why so many people's idea of a good time is to do absolutely nothing but hoot and bounce. Because if you ever been at a party where there's music and they're supposed to dance, no one dances. They just bounce. They hold their drink in the air and they're, sometimes their other arm with it, and they just bounce a bunch. And so you just bounce and you talk about nothing and you get wasted. Yeah, if, you ever, if you ever want irrefutable proof that humans are apes, just go to a party. Yeah, that, fucking yeah. But I've accept, at this point I've accepted that there's just some stuff about everyone else I'm never going to understand. And I'm just cool with that. I'm not going to force my values down their throat. I'm not going to think everyone should think like me. Just I stop trying. And sports and sports shows, sports movies, and sports anime are one of those things. I'll just never get it. I'll never get how someone could be so invested in something they, they're not a part of. I will never understand why these these uh, athletes are paid so much more than people that do meaningful work. I mean, it, that, it does kind of bug me a little bit that you're paid way more for... I mean, I understand the physical exertion and the fact that you have a shelf life and, and you know, um, just how hard it is to do this. I understand that. It still bugs me a little bit that you get paid way more to play a game than someone does get gets to, say, save a life. I mean, way back when in, uh, during the, you know, World Cup when, you know, the miracle of Bern happened. Back then the, uh, German national players, like, of, of soccer, like, they weren't paid outrageous sums of money, like, they just fucking won the entire World Cup and the, what they got was pretty much like a refrigerator for free. Yeah. <laughs> Th- that's what you got back then, but now you're getting millions. For just standing there like an asshole. Yeah, I mean, I'll I don't get it, but it's one of those things I've just conceded. So moving on, uh, we have another, there's another sports anime, Ace <laughs> of Diamond, same shit, it's production IG again. Um, nice. Oh no, but this one is baseball, not basketball. It's totally <laughs> different. <laughs> they have a bunch of those. There was a what was it? What was that one that Funimation had that they had to stop because no one bought it? Uh, I, every to every the only title that will come to my brain is Cool Runnings, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's not fucking Cool Runnings. Shut up, brain. Um, big wind up. That was it. <laughs> cool Runnings. <laughs> I, it's far too black for Japan. <laughs> now I want to watch Cool Runnings. It wasn't even that good of a movie, but I want to watch it now. Yeah, it also was. It also was kind of racist. 
Yeah, but I, I just want to watch it now because I'm reminded that it exists. Yeah. I hadn't thought about Cool Runnings in years, and all of a sudden my brain just decided in the middle of this podcast, hey, remember Cool Runnings? <laughs> I mean, hell, it was How? racist against two types of people. It was racist against black people. It was racist against Germans. <laughs> Must be your favorite movie. So anyway, moving on from Cool Runnings, we have Log Horizon from Satellite. It has a different-ish art style from the looks of things. The story begins when 30,000 Japanese gamers are trapped in the fantasy online game world Elder Tale. Uh, what was a sword? Didn't they already make that show? <laughs> several times. What was once a sword and sorcery world is now the real world. Action, romance, shonen. Fail. Yeah, seriously, what is up with all these MMO shows? Is this yeah. how bad it's getting in Japan? How many, like, geek losers were getting all these, like, etchy moe shows? And now, like, all these shows about MMORPGs. What does this say about what's going on in Japan right now? Yeah, Do well, none of them in, go outside? Well, in the online world, you can be, like, a, a hot bishonen whatever. So, uh, you know, you know they're, they're going to be so disappointed when they find out that their avatar characters don't have genitals. I mean, between... Uh, eight, eight, what was it, like 85% of Japanese men are pedophiles, and then apparently there's an increasing number of otaku and hikamoris. Y'all got a problem over there. You gotta address some shit. Like, pronto. Yeah. This although, is any indication? Although World of Warcraft is popular internationally, too. Yeah, but, I mean, you don't see a lot of shows about MMOs. True. Especially, like, uh kind of vicarious fantasy things where it's like, now it's real. My fantasy world is my real world. So, Also, Elder Tale just sounds like an MMO ripoff of Elder Scrolls. Yeah, it really does. I, I don't think this will be the worst thing ever. I think it'll be lame. This is going to be like Dot Hack. It's like, like, I don't hate it, but shut up. Fuck you. That's, my, that's what I think. <laughs> Give me one of those things. Or like Sword Art Online. Or, <clears throat> who knows? Uh, moving on, we have some more art. Uh, White Album 2, uh, which is not the sequel to the Beatles album by Studio Satellite. The story centers around a college junior named Haruki Kitahara and his relationships with Setsuna Ugisu and Kazuki Toma in the Light Music Club. The Light Music Club? <laughs> Drama, romance, slice of life. Of course, these slice of lives are always in school. They're never fucking... I want to see a slice of life about fucking adults with jobs. Yeah, well, uh, didn't you know that life is over once high school is over? Because high school is totally the best part of your entire life, guys. <laughs> this, this looks so pretentious. Look at this shit. They're looking in different directions. It's a fucking sunset. There's wind blowing. This looks like parody. Yeah. But I of mean, course, if, if anything, the opposite is true. High school is pretty much the worst time of your entire life. It's it's just everybody's stupid and shit that doesn't matter is supposed to matter. Yeah, and everyone's an asshole. I mean, I hated it and I was popular, so I don't even know how bad it was if you were, like, fucking pushed around. I mean, I just remember, like, feeling, oh, my, like, I, I just remember the, that feeling of being surrounded by idiots. And this is, like, you know, even without, you know, taking away the otaku phase. That was my otaku phase was around that point For Cowboy Bebop saved me from that shit. And I just remember, like, oh, my God, everyone's so stupid and there's so much gossip and everyone listens to terrible music. 
Yep. Am I the only one who listens to music that isn't about crying? Although we had the added advantage that half my class, if not more, was simply comprised of bullies. Max, is there something you want to share with us? Nah, it's, it's not like I'm one of these pussies. Like, oh, God, was so horrible. It's like, whatever. Like, who gives a f- who gives a fuck ultimately? I mean, even back then, I understood that high school doesn't matter at all. I'm you like, know, you know I'm like, I'm like, I was like, in a few years, I'm never gonna see these assholes again. Yeah, I, I don't think you were bullied. I think you were like Shinra from Oran High School Host Club. I think you were just like the, the dude in the glasses, like, fuck all y'all. Like, he never, like, he never talks, but whenever he does, he's got something important to say. You're probably like in the back, re- like reading a book or something. I actually was reading a lot. Yeah, say, we do have the Max. Shut and, up. And everyone was like, books, because <laughs> you know, only stupid people read books. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's. it's Hard out there for a smart guy, I guess. Can't really say pimp. My pimps don't read. Uh, so yeah, I don't. I'm sure the show will be very art, even with its short little teeny bitty skirts. It'll have a lot of wind blowing. I'm sure they're lesbians. Um, oh, I'm boy. sure A and N will love it. I don't know. This is only about the five thousandth anime about uh, high schoolers playing music, so maybe they'll get it right this time. <laughs> but what if it's the light music club? So it's like they get together and talk about how great Barry Manilow is and shit. <laughs> Oh my God! Did you hear the latest uh, Elevator Muzak cover of a pop hit? You know, I'm 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 still waiting for like a high school show about a music club that's like the uh, I don't know metal music club or something like that. Crank that Michael McDonald. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you could do something like that, like DMC style, maybe. <laughs> uh, come on, you know it'd be full of awful German. You just know. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, Max's country is responsible for some of both the best and the worst in, uh, that metal has to offer. It's like, yeah, you gave us Halloween and Ramstein, which I'm sure pretty much already elevates your country to some metal godhood. <laughs> but then you've given us a lot of... <laughs> you and the Netherlands are like where sludge metal comes from. <laughs> So, but still, again, you get a pass because you brought us Halloween and Ramstein and I think a couple other really good power metal bands. I want to say Blind Guardian, but I don't know if they're German. I don't. I know they're European. I don't remember which country. So, yeah, moving on. Uh, while those guys jam to some Barry Manilow, <laughs> we look at Pupa. Speaking of shitty, Studio Dean. Oh boy, the life and death sibling, quote unquote, story follows. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either. Follows Utsutsu and Yume Hasegawa, a boy and his little sister who find themselves all alone. One day, Yume sees a mysterious red butterfly and her body undergoes a strange metamorphosis into a creature that eats humans. Fantasy, horror, shonen, psychological. Dumb. Uh, the art looks neat, but it's Studio Dean, so it's going to be shit. Yeah, it's like if it were any other studio and if... It wasn't shonen, then it could be good. Yeah, I think those. I mean, are the, those it are looks the, kind of like uh, the Metamorphosis, just stupid. kind of loosely. Well, yeah, it, it's like if like shonen and horror psychological don't really mix. Like, it's not really going to be horror and psychological if you're shonen because you have to, you're for a younger audience. There's seinen, yeah, um, and then Studio Dean. If anyone else and seinen, I could see promise. But with Studio Dean and it being shonen, I'm not holding my breath, but... Not to mention this makes absolutely no sense at all. Well, it could be, like, uh, the red butterfly. It's like, remember in the Cowboy Bebop movie, uh, Vincent saw those butterflies as a side effect of the 
shit that that they they did to him. So he would see like these glowing orange butterflies everywhere. So and, and, that, and that's like really the problem with horror. Like whenever you start to even remotely think about it, it makes no sense at all. Like whenever there's supposed to be, for example, this incomprehensible force that's beyond human comprehension, it's actually not because it's actively malicious. Yeah, that's that's kind of how Lovecraft got around that shit. Yeah. But no, everyone else got to have, like, uh, some sort of evil thing that is, uh, apparently understands humans because otherwise it couldn't torment them, though, well, but has absolutely no motivation to do what it does. Mm. Who knows, maybe it goes somewhere? I don't know, the name Life and Death Sibling Story sounds stupid. Uh, Studio Dean and Shonen do not leave me with much hope, but the art style looks nifty. Let me actually click on it and see if there's anything... Uh, it's, let's see, original creator is Sayaka Mogi, let's see if he's done anything, nope, this is his first thing ever, uh, the director, Tomomi Meet Name, uh, has done, oh, he did a lot of Dirty Pair, Mochizuki, yeah, uh, a lot of Dirty Pair, here is Greenwood, <laughs> Bo- Boku no Mori, which is dangerously close, uh, Maisan Ikoku, what was that one again? My son and Koki? The fuck Project Echo 2. Oh, yeah, he did the good Echo? Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, that's something. Um, He did, uh, oh, yeah, My son and Koku, that's that one, uh, that's that Lum thing, that's that. Oh, but he did Rose and Maiden. I feel like the, that Kids in the Hall sketch at the end of the Mad with Power is like, you did Project Echo 2, and that's good, but you did Rose and Maiden, and that's bad. <laughs> uh, Video Girl Eye, isn't that a porn think mm-hmm. um, a lot of shit I never heard of so I don't know uh, he did the good echo but the good echo wasn't that good to balance out a whole lot of shit but he didn't do I'm not seeing anything super egregious unless I'm right about that one thing being porn so Maiden. yeah oh yeah that's right Rose Maiden. Yeah, that's pretty fucking bad who knows um, I'm not holding my breath but I wouldn't be surprised if it surprises me and it ends up being decent could be by the way, that monster looks dumb. Well, it's it's ab- more abstract kind of thing. It does look kind of goofy, though. I don't know what's going on it's with like, its eye. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on with its eye. Uh, it, I will put this one on. Could be good, probably won't be. I'm putting my money on won't be, but the I think the unlike some of the other stuff here, the chance is there. It's not a hundred percent likely to be awful. Like, some of the early shit we talked about. Like, the fucking Rumble Roses anime. There's no chance in hell of that being good. This one, could happen. 10%, 20% chance, could happen. Next is Kakumeki Valve Rave 2. Second season of some mech show. Don't care about, because I don't care about giant robots. Blasphemy. I don't. They're all the same, pretty much. And this one looks like, like, if you ask me to just draw what looked like the poster for a giant robot anime, this is what I'd draw. I mean, this this looks like you have the white-haired rival character. You have like some spunky girl. And yeah, some yeah. uniforms that that are obviously like academy or military uniforms, but they look like schoolgirl uniforms. But you can tell this one's classy because they're wearing tiny little short skirts, but they got leggings on under them. Zetai Ryuki. No, that's not Zetai Ryuki. Get get your facts straight, Max. Yeah, yeah, I, I know Zetai Ryuki is when it's cut off, but. Whatever, it's, it's all the, practically all the same anyway. That's a little later. And you got the, the beehive shit. Yeah, all, all of the, that robot thing back there looks like it's from fucking Gurren Lagan or something. 
Yeah, it's got weird like lasers all over it. Yeah, it's, this, it's, this like they, like, it's like they got Liberace's shades and started having them like neon green glow and then stuck them everywhere. Yeah. They just changed the angle. Stamp, stamp, stamp. This looks like a giant robot anime. If if you need those in your life, have fun. If you're like me and you could give two shits, there's other, there's Blaze Blue. Uh, next is Gundam Build Fighters. The story revolves around Iori Sei, no relation to the King of Fighters character, a young but ambitious gunpla builder who has expert knowledge and building skills but is weak in maneuvering the models, and Reiji, who has not much in- interest in gunpla but possesses excellent control skills. They have actually made an anime about the Gundam models. Or, this is basically, wait, that's, that's the premise? Yeah, it's Beyblade but with Gundam models. <sighs> As if what? it couldn't be boring enough already. Yeah, that's it's what it is. It's like those shows like Beyblade and shit like that, or that card fight. Also, with... d- didn't a show like this exist already? Like, I, I do remember there was something like that. Like with robot models who beat the crap out of each other. I think, but it wasn't Custom done. Yeah, 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 that was it. That was, that was it. a video game, though. Unless, did they make an anime? Yeah, I there, I was, there was a show for that, I think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is Custom Robo, but now it, now it's like I got a Gundam merchandise tie-in. Ooh. Yeah, so, so. What, what was so great about Gundam again? It's basically a military war drama, but with giant robots. So I oh, get the right. appeal. It, it was like the original, right? Yeah, I get the appeal. It's because it's more about like the two warring sides and the drama of war. And it had a couple good series. G Gundam was delightfully campy. So over the top and awesome. Uh... And then you had 8th MST, and that was great. That was because it was about the grunts and not the special gifted young pilots. This is about the, the average schmucks in the military. And that one was pretty good. Um, Wing was okay. It's kind of, Wing is kind of things like it's, it's a starter anime. But you kind of grow out of it. But when you go back, it's like, this doesn't hold up, but I don't hate this. It's like, you just grow out of Wing. Um, and then everything else, I get the appeal. I can't get into it. I do love that green hovering ball thing, though. I love that thing. I would get, like, a plush of that thing. I don't even... I'm not even into Gundam. I just love that little floating ball with, like, the the lines on it look like a frowning smile, and it's got the little eyes, and then the two hatches open, and it looks like fluttery wings futilely trying to keep it afloat. I love that ball. I don't know what it's called. I just call it the ball, and I love the ball. Is that the, the horror? Oh, that's his call. Yeah, Haro. I love Haro. Little, little, little. I don't know if he makes a noise, but that's what he make noise he makes. Around. I'm a ball, a turbo. I love that thing. <laughs> that's that's my favorite part of Gundam. It's that ball. It's like green robot Kirby. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so moving on from the franchise tie-in custom robo, I don't know what I'm looking at here with this one. Yozakura Quartet Hana no Uta. Oh god, no Uta! Akunohana meets Saya no Uta, no! Oh god! I am a Saya of evil. <laughs> that, that's what the monsters were speaking the entire time, is what that ending song. He's riding his bike screaming through the meat world. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, 
Tatsunoku Production. In a town where humans and demons coexist, it takes more than a normal police force to maintain the police. Enter the Hizumi Life Counseling Office, a fantastic foursome of unique teenagers gifted with an amazing superpower action comedy shonen. You know what? Uh, Leanne had the perfect uh, assessment when she saw this, when she and I looked through this earlier. Say, you know what? That sounds so awesome on the first half. And then you get to unique teenagers and you just start to get sad. Even And, and then you look at the picture and then it's all over. And I was like, I, and I remember she said something like, this seems like, if you read the first half, it seems like something like, it should be like Mad Bull 34 with supernatural people. And if that were a thing, this would be the greatest anime. Just think, okay, let's take off the part that's lame. Just think of it this way. Picture, instead of that, Blame. Ooh, look, we got cat girls and sakura petals blowing. This is a- anime as fuck. Just picture like Mad Bull 34, but Sleepy has like devil horns and red skin. In a town where human, <laughs> in a town where humans and demons coexist, it takes more than a normal police force to maintain the peace. And just leave it like that. Just leave it like that. Infernal, tell me that doesn't Infernal sound like the cop. most. Doesn't tell me that doesn't sound like the most badass shit. Just like demon cops, we gotta maintain the the peace in this world of the supernatural. We got like one cop, he's like badass Mad Bull Thirty Four demon motherfucker, and we got another. He's like the human on the force. He's the rookie. He's the Eddie Band guy, and he's like, no, oh, I can't keep up with these fucking demons. Oh, I'm gonna try my best. I'm gonna shoot a motherfucker. And then you got like the you got the fucking take no prisoners fucking chick cop she's playing in a man's world but she can keep up boys she'll kick your ass and she'll be like a fucking i don't know harpy or some shit and then like yeah fucking the chief the chief of police he's fucking i don't satan. know yeah he's satan <laughs> <laughs> damn it you're a loose cannon <laughs> burps flame <laughs> I'll have your badges one day. Tell me that's not the coolest shit ever. Oh my god. Someone out there make this happen. Fuck this show. Make that happen. Anyone listening, if you have artistic talent, start a webcomic with that premise. I beg of you. I'm pleading with you. I want that to be a thing. Not this fruity little shit. No, I want that to be a thing. I want balls-to-the-wall demon cop to be a thing. I want that to be the title. Balls-to-the-wall demon cop. Oh, my God. I have a hard-on right now from that premise. I'm sad now that that's not a thing. I made myself sad, and yet I have a boner. I have... (laughs) A regret boner. Yes, I have a regret boner. (laughs) Oh, I want that to be a show now. Oh, I'm I'm depressed. Anyway, moving on, we have oh my, this title, Samurai Flamenco. <laughs> Original anime schedule. They, they they don't even say what it's about. It's just for this animation block. But it's it, the taglines are to those quote adults unquote who don't want to become adults. Oh no. <laughs> and the other tagline is. Hero will never give up, never hide, never be defeated, never accept e- evil. But let's focus on that first one. To those adults, quote-unquote, who don't want to become adults. That, that's more all the other shows. <laughs> yeah, really. This is, is this blatantly admitting it's for man-children? 
I mean, the the poster image looks cool. Got, like, dude, he's got a suit, kind of bionic, but it looks like a shirt. And he's going to punch you. He looks kind of effeminate, but not so much. And it also looks like he's giving the Nazi salute, although a little bit limp-wristedly and with the wrong hand. Nah, eh. <laughs> that looks more like a martial arts. He's going to punch you. No, no, wait, it's the right hand. Okay. Yeah. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to hit you. Uh, he just, like... He looks like that kind of fighting game SNK effeminate. Like, I can accept this level of effeminate. And you got a guy back there. He's got a gun. He's military. He'll shoot you. I don't know what's up with him, but he's got some badges. You know, you got some paint splatters. You got some colors. It's like it's got an art style, but it's not in-your-face art, which is what I can respect because it's trying to be different, but it's not high on its own horse. I respect that. Looks like it could be cool from that picture. But that, that tagline worries me. I'm worried by that tagline. When you're flat out saying, this is for man-children, I'm scared. <laughs> what the fuck? Are, these other shows were trying to hide it, sort of. They were at least lying about it. You're flat out saying it. But I think what it's going to be, I think it's going to like be a, a callback, like harken back to like um, the kind of shows you watch in Japan if you're a kid, like... Sentai or common Rider shows, like flame, dramatic heroes that transform and they fight. And, you know, they're they're clearly good guys, and, and they do poses and fight the monster and whatever. How awesome would this be if this were basically anime Iron Man? That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. Although they did an Iron Man anime, but I don't know how good it ended up being. I don't know. I think maybe one of these guys is the samurai and the other is the flamingo dancer. Maybe that's their deal. <laughs> um, he, he fights evil with his flamenco armor. <laughs> Are you scared yet? And and his and his the villain will be one guy who is like Irish da- who's like doing Irish dancing. So the final boss of the evil organization will be Michael Flatley. I was coming to the same joke. <laughs> Um, you know what? This one might be decent. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a blockbuster. Certainly ain't top and blaze blue, and I don't think it's going to be like, you know, a big breakout series. But I think this is, uh, this will probably be watchable. I think. I'm hoping. I just, I'm a little worried about that tagline, but if you take away that tagline, it looks like I could sit through this. I hope. Hope it doesn't suck. But anyway, yeah, I guess that gets the cautious thumbs up, like, mm-hmm. okay. We'll give it to you. Um, moving on. Oh, my God. For, uh, second season of Freezing. So, you know, if you're still very lonely in your life, um, go ahead. There you go. And, yeah, I mean, that's just from the picture alone. Every single girl is showing her panties. Every single one. These are the Tyree okay, though. Yeah. Uh, and Go on just... and drool. The otaku cannot resist. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to know more about Freezing, Two Guys and a Mic did a review of it. I don't think I listened to it, but I'm betting money that Mike Martinez loves it. It's basically flopping titties, clothing damage, and a whole lot of... But it has a lot of bloody violence to make you think that you can legitimately say it's cool. But you can't. This is a show for sad people. For the love of God, go talk to a real woman. And uh, again, we have that action etchy harem uh, triple play. Oh, yeah, triple threat. <laughs> the, the theme here. Either Etchy or Harem is showing up in, like, every other fucking show. So, yeah. 
There's your uh, girlfriend substitute. Moving on, we have Golden Time. Make your jokes now. Tits. Yeah, it's got tits. It's called Golden Time. It's a comedy romance seinen. Yeah, which which sounds either sexual or like some sort of teacher student relationship. Well, comedy romance seinen never ends up being good. There's never been a time where you mix those three and it's a good it's good times. It just doesn't happen. Doesn't. You think of all the good seinens, and they're like maybe an action or an adventure or psychological or just comedy without the romance. Unless you want to count the unrequited love and DMC as romance, if you got to reach that much. <laughs> but yeah, the comedy romance seinen, and especially especially seinen that are really good, they have a theme. And what is that theme? They don't look stereotypically anime for the most part. I can't think of one that does that's good. It, and especially doesn't look that anime using like chibi reactions and shit. I think the only one that uses chibi reactions is Berserk, and they just do that with Puck. And uh, Mira Flat Out states Puck and uh, Ishidro are just there to keep things from getting too dark. So yeah. generally, and, and they're not going to be looking like that on any promotional material. So and, and, even, and even they can't keep things from getting too dark. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like rape! <laughs> no uh, little puck jokes in the world can uh, balance out the eclipse. Yeah, or the fucking trolls. Oh, God, yeah. Shit, the trolls were just a whole arc of icky. Oh, my God, but it was good. Like, I'm not saying, like, I didn't like this. Not bad icky is, like, that's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable. There was, good- was also that quote-unquote sex scene with Slan. Yeah. She gets off to being disemboweled. But it's not Guro because she was a construct made of guts. Gore. Yeah, she was made of gore. Um, Fuminori would probably see her as a beautiful angel. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's look at the description of this piece of shit. Tada Banri, a newly admitted stool, student at a private law school in Tokyo. Oh my God, they're past high school. Found himself completely lost after the opening ceremony, trying to find his way to the freshman orientation. At that moment, he ran into another lost freshman from the same school. So is this going to be like gay romance then? No, because there's boobs. (laughs) Although you got the guy hanging on the other guy, I don't know. It's weird, it's like chibi anime reactions and here's an anime girl with her boobs hanging out, but it's at law school? The hell? Naruto goes to law school. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> and then, then they do a keg stand and one of them will be paralyzed for life. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this looks, it's like, it'll suck, but it'll suck in a weird way. <laughs> I'll bet money. Yeah, it's not g- given, that, given that poster, I'm expecting some amounts of sucking, yeah. Yeah, it's like, on the plus side, it's something different. It takes place at law school. On the, on the downside, it still sucks. Moving on. Or, or, at, or at least she will. <laughs> It's something. They're going somewhere, little by little, I guess. Moving on. You know, in another 20 years, anime will have progressed to actually being post-school altogether. <laughs> we'll be dead by then. <laughs> Next we have Coppelion. Coppelion? Coppelion, I guess? Um, Coppelion sounds right. In 2016, a meltdown of a nuclear power plant creates a big catastrophe in Tokyo. 20 years later, the self-defense force dispatches three girls from the... Oh, come on. 
<laughs> from the special unit Capellian to search for survivors. But why aren't they wearing any protection against radiation? So that can, they can be raped better. Action, sci-fi, seinen. You know, take away the three girl special unit and the fact that the girl standing in the middle there is in a schoolgirl outfit. It might have had premise, but... And then you click on the picture. Because you know what? This pisses me off. The preview picture looks like it's in an interesting kind of paintbrush manga art style. I guess that's from the manga it's based on. Click it on it. Click on it. Look at the anime. Traditional bullshit. Look at this shit. Look at those tiny fucking skirts. Moe shit. Look at this shit. That's some disingenuous bullshit. It's like The Last of Us meets Losers. Pretty much what this looks like just from the fucking picture here. Oh. So yeah. What's up with the... It's another one of the... You know, at least Salty Ray pulled this off to an extent by not making the this all-girl squad the focus and... It did things with the all girl squad. And I'm not I'm not being vague because there's rape or anything. I'm being vague because it's plot twists and Salty Ray was good and well written and everyone and everyone should go check out Salty Ray. Not this show. Uh, this looks like shit. What is what is up with these special defense force made of teenage girls? You know, I think Berserk was the only show slash manga where pl- uh, where rape was a legitimate plot twist. Yeah. I think, yeah, Berserk is the only thing that's ever pulled off rape in anime anime and manga that I can think of. Nothing's ever really pulled off rape in a way that was good or respectful for what rape actually is and what it does to people. Although I'm sure someone saw this stuff and was like, this is fucking hot. Yeah. I think Berserk is the only thing that's ever touched on the effects of rape, the horror of rape, like not using it as like shot value, but... Like, as a legitimate thing, it may very well be the, despite the huge presence of rape in anime and manga, only one has ever got it right. That was Berserk. Part of why Berserk is one of the greatest manga of all time. So moving on from this bullshit, uh, this looks like something I'll watch. Tauru Hikushi e no Kuyuta. This is a tale of a prince who lost everything, leaves for a journey with no guarantee of returning to his hometown safely. With hatred and revenge in his mind, he met several people and taught him about friendship and love. (laughs) Adventure drama romance, princess inexplicably showing hip in an otherwise full gown. Looks dumb. Looks pointless. I'm sure it'll get lots of B's and C's and people will watch it and everybody will forget it ever existed. So moving on, we have Nononbiori. Elementary school student Ichijo Hotaru has moved with her parents from Tokyo to the middle of the country. Now she must adapt to her new school where there are a total of five students in the same class who range... Five students? That's it? Who range through elementary and middle school ages. What? Okay, forgetting the fact that makes no sense. Here's the big, big warning sign. Follow the genres. Comedy. School. Slice of life. Sanin. Well, there's no hope now. <laughs> Whenever you have everything looking cutesy and you have lolies and you have rainbow-colored pastel title and it's Sanin. <sighs> bad news. Bad, bad. Oh, you child, what's that in your pants? What are we going to do on the bed? It's a no, 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 no. This is creeper time, people. This is, we're in creeper land, and I don't want to be in creeper land. 
I don't like Creeperland. It's a dirty place, and everything's sticky. Ooh, ooh. This is a... Uh, this is well beyond loser show for loser people. I guarantee this is going to be the kind of show that the FBI needs to track the people that watch it. This is, here we go, folks. Astaroth's Toy 2. Bet money. You've even got the girl doing the airplane thing. <laughs> do children really do that? At least in Japan. I've never seen a child do that. In America. Do they do that in Europe? Next. I've never seen a single child do this. Do they do it in Japan? I don't... Or is this just, let's make them even more quote-unquote innocent so there's more to break when we rape them? It's like if Bane was a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> I will break you mentally and then physically. Only th- a- once and, I and, mentally vag- and vaginally. Yeah. Only once I have broken you physically will I break you vaginally. Then you'll have my permission to die. Yeah, and everywhere else, Lee. You see, you see what I did there? I went from comics Bane to movie Bane. So yeah, this looks like you. Know, it, you almost feel like, oh, that's unfortunate because you look at those girls. You know, like they're gonna get whored. It's like it's like when you see footage of the girls rescued from child prostitution rings. <laughs> mm, no, no. So moving on from what I can only assume is a FBI sting operation is <laughs> maybe it's the Mo- Nazis again. <laughs> oh God, they're crafty. Uh, moving on, we have Yoamushi Pedal. <laughs> let's get to, let's get past the this description before we start making fun of this shit because we're gonna go ham on this. Freshman and road racing cyclist Shoko, Shokichi Naruko visits Akihabara, a place to get some Gundam plastic models for his younger. Oh my God, more Gundam, <laughs> more Gundam merchandise whoring. What the hell? For his younger brothers and meets Onada, who catches his attention because of the, because of the his cycling skill. <laughs> <laughs> Threw me off for a second there with your language, and later found out they go to the same school. Comedy drama shonen sports. Did they run out of regular sports? So now they're doing cycling. This is like rideback with nothing that made rideback interesting. That's literally what this sounds like. This sounds like the opening premise to Rideback without any of the creativity in Rideback. Maybe they're going to make it like Initial D with, you know, bicycles. <laughs> and they're still going to get MOVE to do the soundtrack. <laughs> so it's just going to be like little, little boys riding their bikes. Japanese, yeah! The guy from MOVE who I love because he's so fucking over the top. Like, fucking yeah! We are all up in this bitch! Son of a bitch, yeah! I am rapping in Japanese, and in the music video, there's going to be fire behind me! Yeah! And I'm dressed like a fucking Mad Max villain! Yeah! <laughs> but it's like, just little boys riding their bicycles with little baskets in the front. <laughs> this is very disproportionate. Dispro- I don't think this matches. Yeah, this really does seem like... It's just the same shit in all sports anime. It romanticizes it, the bonds between the team... Oh my god, we're never gonna win state. The dramatic climax, we're at the, we're at the finals of whatever sport. But it's cycling now, cause they ran out of regular sports. So, moving on. I, I was kinda stunned for a moment though, cause I thought I heard Narco in the summary. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> no, that's still just a safe though. So. Still, still a little shell shocked. <laughs> You weren't there. Me neither of you saw all of it. This is secretly the third season. Oh, God! Somebody help! 
Next, we have Kill La Kill from Studio Trigger. Ryuko transfers to her new school, scissor-like sword in hand, and causes all sorts of trouble. Her main rival, Satsuki, is described as being every bit the protagonist that Ryuko is, with the whole story centered around their relationship. Action school. I know you guys made Inferno Cop, but this sounds lame. <laughs> the art looks neat, but it's basically fighting schoolgirls. That's what this is. This looks like a freaking sword made out of candy. Well, that's, I know, I think it's supposed to be because it's covered in blood. You can even see the blood trailing off the sword. Uh, well, it still looks ugly. It's it's it looks like no, it looks like a giant half of the scissors. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, kill la kill just lo- sounds like some sort of variation on Shelley the Killer from Phoenix Wright. Yeah, this this that is the goofiest title. This does not seem like it will be good. This seems like something that everyone is going to say is good, but it's just going to be kind of lame. It's like, oh boy, fighting schoolgirls. They're in school uniforms, but there's blood, and they look. Look at that serious look she's given. And there will be wind and lots of blood, but they're schoolgirls. Apparently yeah, she also so has some sort of suspenders on her that's, that's, skirt. That's weird. It's like, yeah, it's cool, because it's crazy, but cool and bloody, yeah. Girls, yeah. Shut up. They uh, don't have any more information about the director or anything, also. Yeah. I think it's the same guy who did Inferno Cop, though. Uh, if well, at least now we know what the fluke was. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I don't think this will suck out loud. I think it'll just kind of be dumb. It's really like it's not going to be egregiously, offensively bad. I think it's just going to be dumb. This is going to be dumb, and if you're juvenile and you like, you know, I like that part where they punch the guy. You're <laughs> Kill a stocking, kill a kill a stocking, yeah. <laughs> oh no, it's not that bad shit. <laughs> now, I think if you're like a, my favorite part was when they punched the guy. You're gonna love this show. If otherwise, I mean, Trigger looks like they're trying for to some extent. You know, with which Academia it looks. Their stuff has all looked different. And Little Witch Academia was like uh, something try something new and to and to break in new animators and they made fucking Inferno Cop and even this looks like it'll be dumb but not horrendous. So you're getting there, Trigger. Yeah, I I have I'm rooting for Trigger. I have faith in Trigger. They're the little animation studio that could. I want to see him. I want to see him reach heights. Come on, Trigger. I, I got, I'm rooting for you, man. Come on. Okay, kill a kill looks a little dumb, but you're not. It's not awful. Okay, you're not. You're not. It's not Gynax. So you know you're. You, come on, guys. Come on. I'm rooting for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe this is how people feel when they watch sports. I'm kind of getting it a little bit. I, I have no part in this, but I'm rooting for these guys. I want to see them. I want to see them. I want to see them do well. Come on, guys. You can do it. Yeah. I'm not super invested in it. I'm not going to get a bunch of trigger merchandise and have trigger pendants in my fucking room or anything, but. Or put a bunch of Trigger merchandise and Trigger jersey in my basement, but, you know, yeah, go Trigger! Yeah, here's the, here's the joke, though. Even anime matters more than sport does. Oh! <laughs> Wait, Cody, are you saying that I shouldn't have bought that Inferno Cop body pillow? You know what, I don't think anyone's... Normally I am fully against body pillows with characters printed on it, but for Inferno Cop, I think you can make a suggestion. Because you don't really uh, dry hump an Inferno Cop body pillow. You just kind of... Lay it in your bed in hopes that, like, you wake up and a little bit of Inferno Cop will have transferred onto you. 
It's like when you fall asleep with a motivational tape, like in your like ear, ear, like those old like back in the days of Walkmans, they'd have those little cassettes of like motivation, like you're a winner, you're a go getter, and you just like kind of play that while you're sleeping. Omelette du fromage. <laughs> or like you, uh, you put a textbook under your pillow, hoping you'll get some through like osmosis. Yeah, that's pretty much. You, you're hoping you you get an inferno cop body pillow, and you don't hug it. You just put it. You get like a queen size bed, and you put that on the other half of the bed, hoping that through osmosis you'll get a little more awesome. Like the next day, all of a sudden you'll just ha- you'll just whenever you throw something, it explodes. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. That's what an, that's what that's what an inferno cop body pillow is for. If you're hugging the Inferno Cop body pillow, you're doing it wrong. And I think if you do hug the Inferno Cop body pillow and you wake up, Inferno Cop is gone from the body pillow. Like, you wake up, it's just a plain white body pillow. Like, what the fuck? But he knows. Inferno Cop knows. And he has no time for losers. So, moving on. We have Diabolic Lovers from Studio That. I'm not pronouncing that. In... Komori Yui's second year in high school, she transfers to a new school. There are rumors that vampires exist among the student body, and Yui ends up living with six, the six sadistic Sakamaki vampire brothers. It's a reverse harm. Yeah, shoujo, vampire. It's anime Twilight. <laughs> yeah, it's anime Twilight. I'll, I'll watch that. Whee. Yeah, I, for for some reason I'm sort of starting to think that these guys aren't gonna be the ones who are gonna do the sucking. <laughs> uh, so moving on from Anime Twilight, we have Summer Leftovers, a new season of Monogatari. So you know, if you need more rape snakes and panty shots, and if you're a loser, there you go, more Monogatari. Uh, next we have Kingdom Two, which. Looks like the story's decent. I've not watched it, but from what I've seen, it looks like the story's decent, but I can't really get into it because of that ugly-ass 3D shit they do. Has anyone seen what Kingdom actually looks like? In, no. In, no. In Mag- it's it's 3D, cell-shaded, but not all the time, but most of the time. Oh. And it looks really off. Like, it's some uncanny valley shit. Like, they shouldn't do... It's kind of like the rotoscoping in Akunohana. It's like, yeah, you tried something different. You shouldn't have tried something different. I I admire the attempt to go outside the box, but you went outside the box and then went in the wrong direction. It don't look good. I The story seems cool, but I just can't... It looks so ugly. Because it does not... You see that picture there? It don't look like that. It doesn't. It's ugly. And I don't... I don't much, I don't much like it. Now, if season two drops that, I don't know if I can still get into it because there's whole season one's worth of material I, I, I didn't get, and I, I can't get through that. I can't get past that animation; it just looks so bad. So, moving on to movies, Persona Three, the movie. You like Persona Three, Max? I know you're into Persona. Yeah. Well, this could be good. I mean, not not saying that it will, but Persona Three has more than enough material. To be able to make a decent movie, although it'll probably be depressing as shit, because <laughs> the game is. I mean, uh, not to really spoil anything, but the ending isn't exactly uh, happy times, and there there are in fact reasons as to why the main character is uh, has sort of share similarities with Jesus. That's uh, all I'm gonna say about that. But yeah, it could 
could make like if it's done well, it could make for a pretty good uh, if dark movie. So I mean, after all, like the the way they summon personas is with something called an evoker, which look which is literally a modified gun which you hold to your head and then pull the trigger. Because in the in the Persona 3, like the way to evoke personas is through basically fear of death, if you will. Mm. So that's how you do that. So <laughs> yeah. So okay, that could be decent. Next we have. Uh, Takanashi Rika Kai Chuko Toy movie. It's that movie about that deluded girl and delusions and eye patch fetish and moe and losers. Uh, from Kyoto Animation. So you know it's a good one. <laughs> Kyoto Animation produces nothing but well animated crap. That seems to be their entire MO. Just fluidly animated garbage. They've produced nothing that didn't suck out fucking loud. Everything they've produced not only is fluidly animated, but horrendous. Like, really bad. Really fucking bad. Kyoto animation sucks. Damn, they suck. They're like the probably the worst studio. Because you know if they make something, it's going to be shit. I think they're worse than Gainax. Gainax has had a fluke every now and then. They had a good past. They made Nadia way back when. Kyoto Animation has nothing. It's just garbage, 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 mushroom, mushroom. Well, they're consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Next we have a Madoka Magica movie. I thought it ended. I guess not because there's three movies from Studio Shaft. I'm sure it'll be very deep and have lots of Faust references that totally fit. You guys, mm-hmm. it's a subversion. It's art. Best anime. Trait. I love Madoka Magica. It's one of my favorite. I saw it. I liked it. It was my favorite. Child. And I'm good. And it's good, good. And I thought the ending was really, like, it really got me, you guys. That ending, it was really, it was, like, profound or something like that. I don't because know. she becomes God. Uh, it's profound. And she accomplishes nothing. Now go... here. Oh, I will repeat my advice that we repeated, we uh, gave during the episode where Max Guest hosted the episode Too Deep for You. Skip Madoka Magica. Just go read Faust. Faust is way more entertaining. And I don't just mean that like, oh, it's literature. No, Faust is like a cooler story. Faust... You could straight adapt Faust into an anime and it would be pretty ballin'. Uh... And next is Kaguya Hime no Monogatari. It's from Studio Ghibli. I'm sure it'll be art, and it will get all the good reviews. Although oh, this looks even uglier than most of their animation. Well, I think this is just promo- promotional thing. It's that ukiyo-e shit, which I'm sorry. I know it's traditional anime. Uh, traditional anime. Fuck me. Traditional Japanese shit. Um, I hate the look of ukiyo-e. I always have. I'm sorry if that's like anime has its roots in that. Fine. It looks just ugly. Um, it really does. Like the hands look like potatoes or something. Well, yeah, this picture looks like. I'm talking ukiyo-e in general. Like everyone's like the same face. No one in Japan could draw back then. It was like the same angle of the head, and no one could draw back then. Really, I mean, if you look at like, you think ukiyo-e is bad. Look at like medieval paintings that's supposed to depict a large event with backgrounds. If it's like not super realistically painted, then like it looks like a kindergartner drew it, and there's no perspective. It's like you either were like painting a photograph or you were horrible. That was art. 
back then. I know I'm I know I'm sounding like a plebeian here. Sorry, Zach, but really pop culture's done wonders for art cuz we now have so many different styles and ways of drawing and painting and things you can do with computers and just the ways to depict things now. We have a million ways to draw and you know, more than half of them really suck. True, but still, you have some really great stuff being made in the modern era. Yeah, and at least now you have variation with the sucking. Yeah. So, you know what? I may be a plebeian, I may be an anti-intellectual recursivist, but I'll take the shit, I'll take comic book art over most classical art. I mean, of course, I'm not talking about like the beautifully painted, super detailed stuff. I'm not talking about that, but most classical art. I'll take the modern comic book art because we really have and plus you know just common sense we've come a long way we developed from that you know society art as a whole learned to draw over the years and I think people kind of need to start realizing that at some point instead of just you know being simple minded and well that was made in, in classic times so that's like high art and stuff no people just Think about it for more than five minutes. It's like the equivalent of the shit you would draw when you were a teenager versus the shit you draw now. It's just that on a grander scale. Um, and this, anyway, got off track here. This is by Studio Ghibli. It's an adaptation of a Japanese folk tale, which is a lot of what Studio Ghibli does now. It's adaptations of fairy tales, folk tales, adaptations of something. Whimsical. I'm sure it'll be very whimsical, be very flighty. Studio Ghibli, so everyone will have that one undetailed face. It'll have very detailed backgrounds. People will call it art. It'll get straight A's and five stars. And Studio Ghibli does it again. Pretty sure Ghibli's paying these reviewers at this point. I I can't bash Ghibli too much because, like I said, I haven't seen anything of theirs or haven't sat through anything of theirs that wasn't Miyazaki. Um, I don't know if they did Grave of the Fireflies, though. But if they did, there's something. There's a blemish. I keep thinking they did. If, if they didn't, I don't know why I keep thinking they did. If they did, that's why. But, yeah, I'm not too familiar with Studio Ghibli's body of work outside uh, of Miyazaki. Yeah, yeah, they did it. Okay, well, then that's a blemish because Grave of the Fireflies is absolute shit. Sorry, ANN. Um, yeah, Grave of the Fireflies is just depressing for the sake of being depressing, and there's barely a story. Crawling in my flies, these graves, yeah. they are not real. But it's, it's real, you guys. It, it, it's a real story, and I, don't get me in. Why am I getting myself started? Uh, I can do, he- I can here, do Here's the thing for you guys. Not all stories deserve to be told. That's an excellent way of putting it. Uh, yeah, Grave of the Fireflies is awful. I am I have not been impressed by anything of Studio Ghibli's that I haven't seen. They haven't impressed me enough to make me want to go watch it. So, and it's always the same shit. It's like reviewers have a hard on. Hey, look, there's Studio Ghibli. There's something for you reviewers to masturbate to for another year. I'm bored with this Ghibli shit. Yeah, at, at this point, I'm half expecting a Josef Fritzl anime. <laughs> Um, you, you just, you'll just know they'll be able to give him an amazing anime rape face. <laughs> or if it's done by Studio Ghibli, he'll have that one face with those those featureless noses and featureless eyes and featureless mouths. But it's amazing animation where everyone looks the same with no detail. Anyway, Code Geass, Akito the Exiled 2. 
I have not seen Akito the Exiled One. I thought it was OVAs. I didn't know it was a movie. Um, part of me is like, why are you still doing Code Geass? Part of me is like, okay, well, you fit it in decently enough. Let's see what to- story you have to tell. Yeah, and all of me is like, I don't care. I thought you liked Code Geass. Yeah, but only when Lelouch is in it. <laughs> you just like Lelouch. I don't know. It could be good. Uh, Code Geass was good, but then that Not Only in Wonderland thing happened, and I, I, I spit on that. <laughs> I, I, t- I, I took a big steam and dump on Not Only in Wonderland. That That is... That was, uh, that's some desecration right there is what Nunnally in Wonderland was. We don't talk about Nunnally in Wonderland here, except for me talking about it right now. Also, also in the original one, Nina didn't die, so that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, could be good if it sticks to the formula Kogias went through. Kogias is that odd thing, it's like, I feel like I should hate it. It is beloved by awful people. Um, it is sort of the thing, like, if you want to be that uh, faux intellectual, uh, monocle-adjusting motherfucker, like, I love high art, you're supposed to bash Code Geass, I guess. It's actually told a really, really, really good story. Had its flaws, but who gives a fuck? Yeah, all, actually, all actually the, the ending of Code Geass pretty much proves that karma is bullshit. <laughs> because, my uh, God. Well, it's, a, it's a fun show. Yeah, it's good. it told a good story, and I enjoy being told to me. So, I, 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 it's the one thing I can share with the dorks. <laughs> one thing, if I have to talk to them, we can talk about Code Geass. I'm sure we like different things. I can talk about the, you know, story and the way it was, you know, well woven, and they can talk about the pretty girls. <laughs> And Lelouch is so cool when he was zero and he had a cool mask and cape. And I want to wear that mask and cape. It's, it's, <sighs> it's, it's kind of a, kind of amusing that uh, Lelouch has so much in common with the average anime viewer. That, that is to say that he never got laid at all. So <laughs> He never did. That poor guy died a virgin. Now I think about it. Yeah. And he was, a, he was a conniving, brilliant, evil bastard. But he never did get laid. Yeah, that's that's like that's like the one thing that was incomprehensible about, about his character. It's like, oh, okay, I'm I'm going to do my plan now, which <laughs> I will do in the vaguest way possible. It's like, uh, here, Thithi, uh, can you help me out here? It's like, <laughs> I mean, after all, I only got one more night to live, so goddamn it. Maybe it did happen. I mean, C2 did like very obviously love him. Uh, maybe she did bone him. At some like before before the end, it's like, well, I'm about to die. You want to do this? Let's do this. Now that's a Code Geass movie. I like to think they did, just just so I can respect Lelouch more, just so I can have that final little bit of respect, so that Lelouch can go out a, a man, so he can go out a bro. I like to think that he did bone C2 before he died. He he did tap that. Um, it, it, it really was anime Travis touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> so um, well, I guess Travis Touchdown would be anime Travis Touchdown in a lot of ways <laughs> moving, moving on we have something that could be, could be pretty ballin a new space pirate Captain Harlock movie from Toei Animation actually I think that's Dracula <laughs> look does look like Dracula no it looks more like Alucard but with brown hair but yeah they, Harlock they movie about space Dracula <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't <laughs> Uh, for those who don't know, Space Pirate Captain Harlock is one of the OG anime series. Pretty cool show. Space Pirate Captain goes on adventures. 
Uh, he's one of the original kind of tragic badass heroes. He's got skulls on his chair. He's a pirate. It's cool. Cool looking poster. I'm looking forward to it. Could be good. Could be good. Don't disappoint me. If so, hey. then then we need to watch it because how can you not watch a show that's called Space Pirate Captain? Anything. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the seminal classic anime series. Could be good. I'm looking forward to it. I will probably check it out. Uh, it'll probably get dubbed and licensed to sweet, and then I will watch it. Don't disappoint me. Uh, next is some generic anime bullshit we can't even comment on because it's so generic. Uh, moving on, we got some OVAs. Chihayafuru. Poorly drawn. Oh, I Stop. remember that weird face that the one girl makes. Oh, yeah. Isn't that show about... It's one of those shows about a game or something. Some club. Some dumb. It's dumb. Anyway, um, long-ass title with cum in it about mullets <laughs> girls with shorty skirts. How appropriate, have, then. Have fun letting that be your substitute for a real woman. Next, we have Lucky Star looking lowly shit. More Japanese name. I don't care. <laughs> Next, it's that thing. A, a picture. Is that, is that a repeat? Yes. It's like it's but getting its own OVA already. A different title. Wait a minute. Let me go back. Let me click on that. Yes, the quartet. Hana no Uda. Oh, this is Yozakura Quartet Hana no Uda. This is Yozakura Quartet Tsuki Ninaku. So I guess it's a franchise. Huh. Next is this. Nijiro Star Prism Girl. These eyes. This looks like parody. This looks like anime parody. This looks like... Look at... Look at this! Look at that text that doesn't fit all the way on her shirt. <laughs> this is not only poorly drawn, <laughs> look at those eyes! Look at her skirt, it's like a belt. Who is going to like this? Who is going to watch this? Mike Martinez. <laughs> I don't even think Mike Martinez could watch this. What is that fetus bear thing floating by her? <laughs> I don't... I'm exhausted with this season. <laughs> the, I can't. the best one is even yet to come. <laughs> <laughs> they saved the best. <laughs> I can't... I can't do it, guys. I'm exhausted. And it's late. And I think I'm running out of blood sugar because I have a condition. <laughs> then I'm going to read the last title. <laughs> Makenki Takeru Niotaika Minami no Shima Desu Pon. <laughs> I think the tilde. I don't think you put enough emphasis on the pawn. Yeah, I think the tilde is supposed to be pawn, but I think that like that's what it's supposed to be. But I think the, it's actually uh, censoring out the R. <laughs> and apparently, uh, we did a little background on this. This is from the director of Seikon no Quaiser. Oh. The, okay. The, the anime about breast milk giving you power. <laughs> but now this is about a boy that's turned to a big-breasted girl, so now we have a whole new weird fetish. <laughs> oh, that's, so it's like that one episode of Fairly Odd Parents. Is there going to be a scene where he crosses paths with the protagonist of Quasar of Stigmata? <laughs> and the protagonist of Quasar of Stigmata has to drink breast milk from the gender-swapped guy girl. Yeah. Actually, actually, I think now that I co- think about it, yeah, that that's actually like the plot of like a lot of hentai dudes. Like, guy gets turned into girl magically and then gets gang raped. Some weird implications there. I want to make two guys at a mic watch this because they had so much fun with Seikon Nukwizer. <laughs> I, I, I want I want them to kind of like I want it to be like a saga. 
<laughs> Jameer, I know you listen to some of our episodes. You listen on occasion. Watch this when it comes out. Do it. Do it! I dare you, bitch! I dare you! I'm throwing down the gauntlet. See if you can do it. If you got the balls, do it. Watch it. Anyway, that's uh, that's the upcoming season. It, it's it's beating me. I'm exhausted. I'm not even standing up. I'm holding my microphone up to my mouth now, and I'm reclining in my chair. Yeah, by the way, all this gender swap bullshit is so fucking dumb. Like, all that, like, whether it be anime or web comics, like Misfile, for example. Like, nobody in these shows and web comics and anything ever reacts normally like, of being turned into a girl. And I say being turned into a girl and not gender swap because it's always a man being turned into a woman. Yeah. I kind of like it as a single picture, like the night, like the uh, Midnight Bliss from Darkstalkers. Just because I've always liked reinterpretations of characters, and it's not even just gender swap. If you do them as something else, like, uh, remember for One Piece, Ichiro Oda during the Impel Down arc drew all the escapees like samurai. I like stuff like that. I like taking something pre-established and reinterpreting it in a new way. So, like, gender swap, I count that. As long as it's not fetishized, that's creepy. Like, if you gender swap a character and then their shirt's open. I did that to fuck with people, and it was funny. Because everybody reacts the same way when you do that. Well, anyone who's, like, in a nerdy little clique. It's back when I talked to One Piece fans. And I gender swapped a couple of villains, and I intentionally made them attractive. And I, because I knew the exact reaction I got, I would get, and I got it. And I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm confused. I don't know how to feel. And like I, I have, I have an, a boner I'm ashamed of. And there's a vi- the the troll in me enjoys doing that to people. I enjoy giving you weird boners that make you ashamed. Should have just made a gender swap of Parano. <laughs> I only did a couple though, and I've ne- and that was years ago, and I haven't done it since. Because you, once you've done that once, you get the novelty out of your system. But I I I, I dig the idea of a gender swap, just like a single piece of art, you know, just a new reinterpretation of the character, like this character, the girl version, and how would that look, and what would be feminine, but what would retain? That's neat. Okay. It's just like with pain and Final Fantasy X too. Who is pretty much like Rule 63 Squall. Yeah, um, yeah. But, like, this shit is weird and has implications. And it's always, always some, like, black-haired guy that gets black-haired girl and gets impossibly large boobs and... Look at this fucking picture. I'm just, I'm just waiting for the one gender swap where it turns out that they won't be an attractive girl. <laughs> Yeah, really, they turn like fucking fat ass or some shit. Or like, they still have manly features. Oh, God. So anyway, that's the season. I, uh, what a wasteland. Really? It's like, it's a wasteland with blaze blue in the middle. Well, no, no, that's not true. There was like Captain Harlock and a couple maybes. Yeah, but those are just movies, not TV shows, I mean. Well, there were a couple TV yeah. shows that were maybes. Yeah, a couple maybes, one good show, and then... Like twenty awful shows that we know that just there's no chance. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, and then fucking Studio Ghibli to top it off. And then fucking those those last two OVAs are like, I hope they're still at the end of the list when y'all check it out, because that's like 
this is what anime has become. This is why the other side is around, because look at this. Look at these last two. One looks like self-parody, and one is just full-on loser town. We are in, we are in just, I gave up Zville. You know, now, now I kind of almost want to watch Seika no Quasar just to see how awful it gets. <laughs> We're not going to have to watch it for the show, are we? <laughs> I don't want You know, how, how about, Max, watch it on your own and give us a book report? <laughs> <laughs> how about you just blow me? <laughs> go go back, go back to just... your lollies. Oh, God, I can't. I can't. You can I, I, you can I, I, just I, go back to constructing your Nyarko shrine. Oh, uh, I think you just I think you should you should have prefixed that with a trigger warning. <laughs> I think Andrew's having flashbacks. <laughs> this this I don't know how anyone can defend the anime industry with shit like this just being there. The people that like get on us for attacking shit and being so caustic. This is why! Look at this! Look at what they're making! Pon Pon Kimochi. What's that sticky stuff on me? <laughs> like, I, and yet I can't give up anime because they make Blaze Blue and JoJo and we got Attack on Titan looks good and Hunter Hunter. They, they like, they, they, it's the, this is a fucking abusive relationship. I get you get smacked around, but it's like, but they love me. They give me JoJo. <laughs> I I don't feel well, and I can't tell if it's because my blood sugar is dropped or because of these shows. But I'm getting dizzy, and I I have to run away. <laughs> I have to run away. So, do you, you guys have anything to add that you want to get off your chest? Nah, not really, Shinji Bayer. Shut up. I, I'm not. I'm not depressed because I hate myself. I'm exhausted because I hate this shit. I'm not saying the self is composed of another self. I'm saying I need to eat something. I need the, a sandwich. The, the moe is composed of another moe. <laughs> oh my god, Andrew, do you have anything? No. <laughs> Okay, so from all of us here at the other side, I'm Cody Byer. I'm Max Miller. I'm Andrew Erickson. Saying, damn, anime sucks. Something started today. Where did it go? Why you want it to be? Where you know November has come. Of your ordinary and mundane existence. 
For the past year, we've done reconnaissance on these things you call anime podcasts. Grown-ups talking about cartoons. Preposterous. You should be ashamed of yourselves. This is a message to all podcasters. You and your crews will be destroyed at the hands of Lord Zorlot and the Geek Farm. <laughs> Shut your face and know your place. This is my time to speak and address the masses. Just who the hell do you think you are? We are coming. Geekfan.com It's the stuff of legend. A tradition-rich pastime spanning generations. Baseball. Every season has its wins and losses, but for Ren Mihashi, the crack of the bat is the sound of another failure. Mihashi hoped moving to a new school would help him quit the game and shed his reputation as the worst pitcher ever. But he wandered into spring tryouts and ended up back on the mound. Now he's got a new coach and a take-charge catcher that want to help him change his luck. It's the bottom of the ninth, and bases are loaded. Can Mihashi lead his team to victory, or will it be an early trip to the showers? Big Windup, Complete Series, Part 1, available now on DVD. Remihashi is obsessed with baseball. Sadly, his obsession comes at a cost. He moves to a new school after grueling through years of mental torture at the hands of his fellow teammates. Being the grandson of the school's owner does very little in warding off feelings of nepotism. His balancing act between wanting to play and wanting to please others gives birth to a neurosis that makes him unbearable to be around. Luckily, the story is set against a backdrop of interesting players who display realistic personalities, compelling philosophies in regards to self-actualization and focus, and scenes that make you feel like you're just another player sitting in the dugout. The series also succeeds in breaking down the psychological and strategical aspects of the game of baseball, making it instantly accessible to even the most novice fan. If you're a fan of baseball anime like One Outs, but want a much more lighthearted approach, be sure to pick up Big Windup Part 1 on DVD at major retailers August 18th. This is Sean Russell with the Anime 3000 Podcast, and I recommend this anime. <laughs> 